time, you're like, oh shit, like, you yeah. always a lot of stuff. <laughs> and then you start to, like, regret your things, and, like, you know what, like, why the fuck did I, like, why did I do this? Like, uh-huh. why am I even cutting hair? Yeah, like, why, you yeah. probably, like, felt bad about yourself or something. Yeah, yeah. So, how did you, like, take that? So, there was a couple people that, I remember yeah. one person in particular, I don't know, I'll mention their name. Yeah. But there, I remember I, I had given him a haircut, and he yeah. was just like, he was like, honestly, he's like, why don't you just focus on something else? He's like, I don't think barbering is your thing. Yeah. And I, it got to me, it got to me. It was like somebody that meant nothing, but it's like, just a comment. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. I like, and I started questioning it, and I was like, all right. And at that time, I remember I had applied for a postal uh, yeah. worker and a CEO. Hey guys, welcome to my third episode of Calvation. We have a special guest, uh, Alex. What's up? Pleasure to meet you. He will be sharing you his uh, experiences, his thoughts, and ideas throughout this journey that he he had. Um, so yeah, tell us who you are and what do you do. All right, cool. Um, my name is Alex Vivar. I'm also known as Alex the Great. Um, I've been doing hair for about 17 years now. I currently own a hair salon with my partner Claudia. We've been open for three years now uh, here on the city of Poughkeepsie. Um, some of the things that I do, I mean, I'm behind a chair cutting clients. I do house calls. I uh, teach classes. I'm currently working with a company now in Goldwell, New York, and we're traveling a little bit more and then doing some classes with them. Um, so yeah. So you've been doing this for 17 years, right? Yeah. So, so why did you choose this career? Why did you like it? Did you fall in love with it, or why? Yeah. Did you... So pretty much it, uh, it became a necessity. Oh, I okay. uh, I was 15 when I moved to Millbrook, oh, and okay. uh, I uh, couldn't find a barber. I uh, would go down to the city every now and then, but that got expensive. So then uh, my mom was just like, "Hey, listen, either you find a barber in Poughkeepsie or you yeah. start cutting your own hair." So I started cutting my own hair and I uh, started uh, off. Did you start using <laughs> Well, so what I did is I, I went to, I think it was like Kmart. I went to one of those, got one of those cheap clippers, yeah, yeah. and I started playing with those. Um, all I had was uh, the mirror I was facing and a yeah. handheld mirror. So I kind of just, you know, use one mirror to look at the back and oh, do the reflection with the other mirror. Yeah, 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 I didn't have a three-way mirror. That definitely would have made my yeah. life a little easier for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, it was definitely uh, a struggle. I mean, I, I, I think I did it for like maybe two or three years before I was comfortable enough to cut someone else's hair, cut yeah. my, my, my stepdad or my brother. Uh, and I'd be in the bathroom for at least two hours. Um, I think only my mom, my brother, and my sister would be able to vouch uh, for the struggle of me trying to cut my own hair. Oh, it wasn't uh, easy. I messed up my hair many times. But I feel like when I was in Millbrook, it wasn't, uh, people weren't looking at, you know, how sharp your hairline was or if it was proper. If it was, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, didn't, they didn't care about that. Yeah. So I, I was good. Whenever I messed up, it's like yeah. they didn't even notice. So you didn't, so you couldn't get a haircut somewhere else or you, you wanted to get it? Yeah, so I mean, I, I couldn't find a barber. I remember I, I'd go around and check barber shops with my cousins yeah. and I'd have them get haircuts. I'm like, oh, let me see how these guys cut. Yeah. And I'd tell him to get a haircut. And I would see, and I was never really happy with it. I, I was so loyal to my barber, too, which is now oh. I understand how, like, some clients are so yeah. loyal they won't get a haircut anywhere else yeah. but with me. So I yeah. kind of just see it from the other end now. Um, yeah. So it, 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 it was a necessity, I feel like, that turned into a passion. So for how long have you been cutting your hair until you actually cut somebody's hair? Um, so the first time I cut someone's hair, I think it was my stepdad or brother. I can't forget. This was, like, maybe a year and a half in. So I felt so comfortable have, enough. And how, how old were you? Um, when I first started cutting my own hair, I was 15. I was a freshman in high school. Oh, yeah. And what about when you cut some, So you also were 16, I guess. Yeah, I must have been like 16, 17 when I started oh, wow. cutting someone else. Yeah. And so when did, so like after a while, did you start cutting other people's hair? Yeah. So yeah. after that, so after that, I cut a couple of my cousins. Yeah. Uh, I was cutting them. Um, then I went to Poughkeepsie High School uh, junior year. Oh, I entered junior year. 
And um, little by little, people would ask me because they, they would see my hairline was so sharp after doing it for so long. Oh. I feel like I, I just got better at it. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, hey, well, you know, I cut my own hair. And, and yeah. eventually, you know, that sparked curiosity. People wanted to get oh, a haircut for me. Of yeah, 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 so yeah. I cut up a little, I cut a little more yeah. of my friends then, but yeah. I feel like it didn't take off really until I went to college. Oh. So how did you bring awareness? Like, did you like post pictures on media or people tell other people? Or? So, so back then, yeah. I feel like MySpace had just started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 32 years yeah. old, so I feel like yeah. when I was, I think, I don't think, yeah, I think, I think MySpace came like senior year in high school. Oh. Facebook. I remember when I was in college, yeah. my school had just gotten approved. So back then with Facebook, yeah. it was just a college uh, thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you can only talk to people in your college or other colleges, right? Yeah. yeah. So back then, it was like only, only if you're in college and your school had to get accepted. Once you got accepted, people like I remember when we, everyone found out everyone rushed to the library to kind of just create yeah. their account so and yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah, just like linking every requesting everyone. Yeah. Um, but back then when I was, it was just word of mouth, honestly, yeah, and just people mouth. asking me, you know, because I, 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 like, I touch up my hairline at least yeah. two, three times. I'm not two, I'm sorry, every two or three days. So, so I just I had to make sure it was nice and sharp. Yeah, I mean, I had to trim around home, so all I had to do was, like, clean it up, and that's yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it was honestly word of mouth. That's it. Okay, so... So when did you start to realize like oh I'm I'm gonna start doing this as a job like I, I'm falling in love with it like yeah. after a while like I want to start doing this as a career or maybe you didn't want to like how did you realize that you had to make choices either between the barber or different careers yeah so I so I went to school at SUNY Delhi for business oh really um I, back then I was just still having fun but I started charging yeah. I remember started charging ten dollars for a haircut. So like, I got to charge something. I feel like I was good, you know? Yeah, you know yeah. um, and then throughout that time, I uh, ended up getting my apprenticeship. Yeah. This is while I'm still in college. Yeah. Um, after that time, I remember I raised my price to, I think it was 15. It's and I, I ordered a barber chair to, yeah. my, uh, to my college, and I had it in my dorm, and I would just literally slide it over to the bathroom. What was cool about the bathroom it was just that the mirror all the way to the end. It was, yeah. it was uh, three sinks on one side, three sinks on the other. Yeah. The one on the left-hand side, it had a handicap mirror all the way to the end, and it kind of slanted downward, yeah. so it'd be easy for my clients to see oh, themselves, okay. and I was kind of, it yeah, made yeah, it easier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had a, I had a boom box. I would have, on Fridays, it'd be a barber shop in there, and guys were trying to go in there and take a shower, and then they run, and they would open the door, they're like, oh, shit. I'd be like, no, 10, 12 guys waiting to get a haircut. Yeah, so, so on the low, you were you were making money. Oh, no, yeah, I was making money. I was making money. I was making money. I was crushing <laughs> it. Because I know many college students, they don't, they're caught it. Yeah. Make money while you yeah. while you studying, but yeah. studying that you actually like yeah. you're studying and actually making money out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was making good money. I uh, yeah. I I mean I could have paid off my tuition, but I was oh, just eating good, partying, yeah. you know, having a good time. So yeah. that's where all my money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, I was still learning how to manage yeah. it. Yeah. But um, I think the moment I decided that I wanted to make this a career is when I actually took the initiative to get my license, and yeah. I realized the potential I had. Um. I must have been maybe like after yeah. I graduated college, I think. When I was like, all right, this is, I can, I can make something out of this. So you said you, so you got a business degree out of college? Yeah, what? I got a business degree out of college. So after you left college, were you looking for a business job or you just wanted to do like, just do hair Barbering, yeah. yeah. So um, after I graduated, I remember um, I had reached out. This was the second salon I had reached yeah. out. It was a salon prior to that, that um her name was Julie. She had a uh, salon on Main Street, yeah. and she uh, helped. She linked me with the person that I got the apprenticeship from. Oh, okay. um, after two years, you're able to get your license. Yeah. 
but um, I had gotten my license uh, while I was at the second salon, which is um, Claudia's mom, um, Gia. She had her salon right up the sh- about three blocks up. Yeah. Um, and I was with her and during that time. That's when I got my license. And, and I, at that point, I wasn't busy. People weren't sitting in my chair. I mean, I'd be sitting there, I was sitting there. I would sit there for days and maybe have one client a day. Oh, wow. And it got stressful, but it was kind of cool because I was able to, like, you know, hang out with Claudia and yeah. his kids and stuff like that. Yeah. So it just made it a little more fun, I guess. Yeah. She had a restaurant next door, so I was able to just, you know, eat. So did people, like, book for the appointments? Or you, you just had to wait until somebody to come in and just... Oh, back uh, at, that, at that salon? Yeah. It was all walk-ins. It oh, was all walk-ins. And Gia, she had, she had a lot of, Claudia's mom, she had a lot of clients, but oh. they would not want to sit right there. And I wasn't really outspoken. I was just like, listen, they don't want to, I'm not going to beg them. I'm yeah, not going to, yeah. I, I was never really Were you about. Were like very shy back then? Yeah, like, well, I wasn't really about boasting myself. Like, even till now, like, yeah. like I won't talk about you it. If I, like, I'm like the gym or whatever, someone talks yeah. to me, unless they some, some, somehow bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I won't bring it up. Unless I see a yeah. client, I'm like, oh, that, that's a potential client. I'd love yeah. to cut his hair. But other than that, I, I really don't put myself out there. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's when I, uh, I decided that, I was like, you know what, this is, this is uh this is gonna be my career and yeah. I stuck with it and yeah now I'm pretty busy. You open <laughs> my, up my own place. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah with the help so, with the help of Claudia though she, she pushed me also. I think I think I would have stayed working there. Cause yeah. I got comfortable. Yeah, I got comfortable. I was already building clientele that I needed to get out of there because I mean you had you know all these kids coming from all sorts like all these small towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know pulling up in really nice SUVs getting dropped off by their parents and their parents were like always skeptical like oh. Oh, <laughs> that part of mainstream wasn't, yeah. wasn't the friendliest. So, like, so, like, you know how you said you had like one client or one customer there. So, yeah. Like, have Have there ever been a client or a customer that has been unsatisfied with your work? Like, maybe they don't like it. Like, like yeah. how did you do it? I know it's like first time you're like, oh shit, like you yeah. always a lot of stuff, <laughs> and then you start to like regret your things and like, you know, like why the fuck did I like why did I do this? Like, uh-huh. why am I even cutting hair? Yeah, like why? Did yeah. You probably like felt bad about yourself or something. Yeah. Like, oh, how did you like take so, that? So there was a couple of people over that I remember yeah. one person in particular. I won't mention their name. Yeah. But there, <laughs> I remember I, I had given him a haircut and he yeah. was just like he's like honestly he's like why don't you just focus on something else? He's like I don't oh, think barbering is your thing. Yeah. And I, it got to me. It got to me. It was like somebody that meant nothing but it's like, just that comment yeah. and I was just like damn I like, and I started questioning it and I was like alright and at that time I remember I had applied for a postal yeah. uh, worker and cool. a CEO so I was just looking for another job and even so because I wasn't that busy and this yeah. happened while I wasn't busy yeah. so it even got to me even more I'm like alright I'm not busy and this guy tells me this I'm going to start looking for something a backup yeah. I started looking for a backup and then I, I just held on and um, definitely uh, Claudia's mom was like very supportive and just kind of just told me to you know, stick it through and she would help me whenever she could. So, like, how did you learn the people, like, how did you learn those skills? Did people train you? Did you watch videos? Or, like, along the way, I know you weren't... Oh, as long as the craft, the yeah. craft itself, I honestly, I'm self-taught. Yeah. I was self-taught until um, Claudia had convinced me to go to hair shows okay. and take and elevate my uh, barbering skills. Because yeah. this is seven, eight years ago. Now it's different. Now the game's changed. Now barbers are fusing into stylists. And doing the blow dryer, adding product, and all that. Back then, I know there's a lot of products, yeah. equipment, more, it's probably even more lights, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah stuff like that. So uh, now, back then, uh, it was just you're a barber or you're a hairstylist. Now it's like you see people fusing them together and becoming like a men's hairstylist, which is what I consider myself. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, what she what had. What do they specifically do with that? Or oh, with what? What? With like people like. 
people ask me to cut hair and then they go to shows or like. All right, so with the shows, the hair, there's yeah. hair shows every year. Yeah. There's classes every year now. Now more than ever, I feel like now if you were if you wanted to start being a barber or a hairstylist, there's no reason yeah. why you can't make it because you have YouTube, you have social media, you yeah. have all this content out there that wasn't available to me when I started. Yeah. I kind of so just I'm figured sure it out. For you, yeah, I figured it out on my own. But I, yeah. I'm, I'm always going to be grateful. I appreciate my grind and the yeah. struggle and everything because it made me that's who I am. That's a real, real fucking. That's <laughs> a real grind right there. Yeah. I know many people right now. Like that's why I try to tell people to take this opportunity to like go on YouTube, go on Google, search yeah. it, search it. Yeah. Because I know that many people want answers. Yeah. But yeah, it's like they're on the internet, and I yeah. feel like people got to take that, you know. And I feel like I'm lucky enough to even start doing this and actually start putting content. Yeah. And I know. I'm pretty sure for you it was hard back then to even look up like how to do this. Yeah, there wasn't much. Not yeah, like a few much. years ago that there was more content out there. Yeah. But um, so with the hair shows, you kind of just go yeah. and then oh, they'll have classes. Um, they'll have booths. Every company has a booth, and you yeah. can either buy products or try their products. Um, and then there's barber battles now too. Yeah. That started a while ago. I remember my first barber battle. Um, Claudia pushed me to do it. And I went, and I didn't win, but it was, I, I broke a shell that day. I was so, just, I felt more confident. I'm like, oh, wow, this is easy. I, 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 I had pushed it for two years before I, I first heard about it, before I actually decided to do it. I think one of those things is like self-doubt. I have a lot of uh, guys that reach out to me, and mm-hmm. they want to be an apprentice, and they want to do this, they want that. But um, I feel like most people kind of want to hand it to them. Um, so, I, yeah. I, so I tell them, I tell them, hey, listen, do this and this. Mm-hmm. I'll tell them, hey, go on YouTube. I had classes, coming on my classes, stay, you know, stay up on it, follow me on Instagram. Yeah. No, I'm not going to hold everybody by their hand. Yeah. Um, and if they do those things that I tell them, then I take them seriously. But if not, like everyone, I feel like everyone wants to be successful. Every, everyone wants to be great, but no one wants to put in the hard work. It's, I, feel like, I think they're impatient, I guess. I feel yeah. like you have to look at the long term. Yeah. Cause I know it took you a while to open this place and yeah. expense. People got to realize, I think it, took, it takes probably go to five or ten years to be successful and yeah or maybe less it maybe just all like, depends i mean you I could like you could make it happen in two years if I you really feel, put yeah, the hard work like, like you said it's all about the work you put in and i feel yeah. like also the talent that you have yeah and passion so yeah if, if you're not putting the work every day it's gonna be kind of difficult to yeah want, you know? yeah so, and then one thing too you could have the talent but if you're not putting yeah. in the work it's worthless yeah. as opposed to somebody that's like hungrier yeah. lacks talent yeah. but they're hungered takes them to that next level because they they really yeah. want it. True, true. But yeah. I feel like also passion, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a passion, then they're going to give up really, really easily. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. If people don't have passion, so they're going to give up more than a couple of months. Or couple yeah. And that. so this this became a passion. I, yeah. I, I never... Never thought. Never thought. Of, I never yeah. thought I was going to be a, yeah. a barber, men's hairstylist. Yeah. I remember back then, I, I, I wanted to either be a stockbroker yeah. I uh, uh, I wanted to uh, be a DJ, oh, wow. um, and then I really loved riding my bike, so I, I wanted to be a pro BMXer, you know. Yes. So that that was like, if I look back, what I really wanted mm-hmm. to do when I was little, that, it was that. Yeah. Um, but like I said, this this became a passion, and I feel like uh, being a a barber, hairstylist, anything like that. Yeah. Um, we're an artist. And I'm an artist, and I, I feel like it's all... You have to be very quick, creative. Too, yeah, right? it's yeah. temporary art because the hair eventually grows out, you know, yeah. but I feel like I, I have an artistic eye for it, and, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I, consider, I consider myself an artist. So, like, I know, you, so, like, along the way, did you ever, like, when did you start to have that feeling or thought when you're getting so many customers and clients? Like, when did you realize that, oh, sh- like, I'm getting really big, I'm going to start charging people more, I'm going to 
um, probably open up a place. Like, when did you start to realize that you can have a lot of customers? Yeah. And you, like, probably freaking out and that <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. honestly, what really pushed me um, yeah. to, like, charge more yeah. was probably, uh, I'm going to call it, because she was going to school while yeah. I was, I was uh, you know, working with her mom. She would always yeah. tell me all these things, go to the shows, go this, yeah. raise your price, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I think um, what really pushed me to, like, even start doing appointments and charge yeah. more was um, when I knew I, we were having a son. Oh. And that's when I was like, all right, I got to yeah. start changing things. I can't be doing yeah. walk-ins anymore, because I remember Saturdays I would get there. And there'd be at least seven, eight, ten kids waiting before I even opened up the gate oh, wow. to to open the door. So in, it got in this place. No, it's the old place. No, oh, that's the old place. Yeah, this is all yeah. appointments. Ever since okay. my son's uh, six and a half years old now, so, yeah. Yeah. so I've been I've been doing appointments for that long, maybe yeah. seven years, because I was doing it before he was even born, oh, wow. and he'll be seven in February. But um, that's when I I feel like all right, I need to raise my price because yeah. I need to control the the demand, yeah. um, and raising the price uh, allowed me to like control that number yeah. and, and I, I was earning have, more yeah. and working less and that's how that's the ending goal to really you know yeah. it's, it all depends how you value yourself and I value myself more and more the more I know I feel like the more I'm worth um so that's when I that was the determining factor when I started mm-hmm. doing appointments I, I just couldn't do walk-ins anymore mm-hmm. I, I need to stabilize my life and and have a, a schedule yeah. more so control do you feel like barber should build up more clients or actually get more customers because I know you uh-huh. build up more clients yeah, actually, it's like a reputation. You know, keep yeah. So, so yeah, I feel like um, I, I guess if I w- if you were working at the mall, it'd be more customers because you get random people all the time. Yeah. Um, they're like in and out. It's, they yeah. have a system where they're like, all right, you guys do this haircut in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like when you're in a salon or a barber shop, that's I mean that doesn't have that uh, structure. Yeah. I feel like then yeah, you develop relationships and yeah. that becomes a client. And yeah. if you have to return the first time. Um. So, I, I mean, it's I cool to see new people. Yeah. It's cool to see new people. I, yeah. I love it when I get new clients. Yeah. Because it, it kind of switches it up. Um, mm-hmm. But then also there's some clients that I've built great relationships with that I'm like, man, it's cool how we, you know, cross paths yeah. in, in my chair. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like I said, I, I, uh, every now, now and then I'll open up my, a random day just to yeah. try to get, you know, a new client, hopefully. Yeah. But I'm always out looking to meet new people for sure. So, like, how do you build relationships? With people, to with make people. Sure you have a client with them. So, yeah. um, so I, feel, I feel like instantly you kind of just click with someone from the beginning. Yeah, That's yeah. with anything. You oh. could be in school, you could be you know, anywhere, yeah. going to the mall. Like, you just sure. start talking to someone, like, oh, damn, you're chill. Yeah, you're chill, too. Yeah. Cool, what's up? You know? And it's, yeah. it's, an, it's an instant click, and then somebody yeah. you might not vibe with from the yeah. beginning, which I've gotten you know, clients that are just like, hey, why, why are you so, you know? Why talking too much? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, not that. It's like, why, you know, why, why, why do you still come to me if you're not happy? Oh, you know, okay. or if it's yeah. like there's no connection, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, how do I build that? I think I think it just happens genuinely. Yeah. Just being myself, and you being know. Casual, yeah, just being my, just be yourself, and you'll attract you know whoever yeah. it is you attract. Yeah. I feel like when you try when you try to be someone you're not, then you'll attract yeah. people that you seem to be acting like, but yeah. then you'll realize like, hey, this isn't me. I feel like you got to make them more comfortable because I feel like if you don't make them comfortable. Yeah, like, and just simply, be, you know, unusual. Yeah. So. yeah, and just simply by talking, I feel like that once they trust that, you know, you could cut their hair, right? Yeah. And they have your trust, and they open yeah. up. And they'll just talk, talking about their problems. Yeah. And I feel like a haircut's not... Having a good vibe, good conversation. Yeah, I feel like it's not, it's not just a haircut. I feel like it's, uh, it's therapy, for yeah. sure. You know, something they just come in and they want to spread it all out. Yeah. And at the same time, get a good haircut and feel good, yeah, feel yeah. great. So, like, when did you start to realize that I'm working many hours, I'm getting customers, I'm getting clients? 
when did you have that thought or idea I'm gonna open my own place that long? Uh huh. So when did you actually want to save up? Like when what got you to open up your own place? Uh honestly Is that always been like a dream? It, it was always a dream. Yeah. I was always scared. Um, I was always scared to take the next step. I was working yeah. up the street um with Claudia's mom for about I think it was eight or nine years before I opened up here. Yeah. And um Claudia would always tell me, It's time, you know, you're 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 growing, you outgrew that yeah. <laughs> you outgrew that space. And um, honestly, if it wasn't because of her, I probably would never open up the studio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So she was the one that really pushed so you were, me like, to do it. You were kind of scared, but she actually motivated you. So, like, yeah, yeah I was scared. I was, I was scared, and I was comfortable. Like, why were you scared? Like, was it because of the people? The fear. Or? No, no. The fear of opening up, putting money into a place, something mm-hmm. new. Yeah. You know. Um. I feel like a lot of people don't won't take that next step out yeah. of fear. They won't look for a new job out of fear. They won't try to grow out of fear because yeah. they, they immediately bring themselves down. Yeah. That's what I, I was like doing. Once you get out of your comfort zone, you start to experience and like, explore more by yourself. And yeah, yeah. That, oh, wow, like, I can actually do this. And yeah. I feel like people can actually be like more happy if they actually take a risk, uh, do you know do something else, yeah. and start to realize, like, oh, wow, I can do this. You know? yeah. I feel like investing in yourself and like, or other things, it feels great. Like it feels like you feel better about yourself. Yeah. I feel like you can like help other people along the way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know you probably, I don't know about you, but like, so when you got this place, did you ever feel like, wow, like I can actually do it? Like, I'm yeah, I mean, it. I remember the first day, um, the di- the night before we opened up yeah. officially. Mm-hmm. I remember I uh, went to go grab my stuff at the old location. I packed all my stuff, and I remember I cried. It was, it was, it was like I was upset, but I was happy that I was growing out of it. But I was it's hard to let go. I mean, I was working over there for so long, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I, I had built a nice relationship with Claudia's mom, yeah. and it was just time for me to go. Um, I remember, I came here. Yeah. I think I stayed here till like five in the morning, just sitting right here, literally sitting on this couch, sitting on this couch, yeah. and just looking at everything and just like taking it all in. I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I couldn't believe we're opening up tomorrow, officially. Um, so yeah, I was just here and just reminiscing and just like, you know, taking it all in and yeah. So what was going through your mind? Were you trying to calm yourself? Like, I got this? No, or, no, yeah, yeah. I was good. Like, unexpected, uh, like, wow, I actually did this. Like, yeah, I was like, I was surprised that like we yeah. made it happen. Yeah. We made it happen. I was yeah. like, wow, I can't believe that. So was it more like a family business? I know your wife also works here. Yeah. Or was it just... You want no, 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 it was just uh, both of us, yeah. uh, and uh, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like yeah. she's the behind the scenes. Like I was literally just the face of it, you know. Yeah. That, uh, but she like she's the one that you know pushes me. I feel like uh, um, behind every strong. I've learned this. Like we yeah. see quotes about it. Like behind every yeah. strong man is is a strong woman for sure. So, like, so did you guys ever like? Did you guys talk about it? Like, oh wow, like what's the consequence? Or what's the what's gonna happen once you guys open this place? Like, did you? Um, I think what I was more doubt. I think I was more doubtful than she was. I yeah. think. Um, I, I mean, there was, always, there was there was there was I mean, there's always obstacles. Yeah. Um, even after we opened, we yeah. got a bunch of random stuff. Like even we had went over budget. Yeah. Um, even before we, I like I think halfway when we opened up. Uh, I mean, we were when we had started yeah. working on it because this place was a dump. Oh, wow. Um, we uh halfway into it, I was like, yeah. crap! Like we went over budget already, and we're not even done yet. We're halfway done. And then I was just like, I remember just telling her, I'm like, I think we should just, let's just stop right here. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, no, no, we, we got to finish. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, all right. And I, we figured it out. Yeah. We figured it out. It was not easy, man. It was not easy. I feel like you have the, how the bills came along the way. 
Yeah, we're just every like I said, just going over budget. Like I, feel, I learned that you spend more money on the stuff people don't see, like yeah. the plumbing, electrical work, and all that stuff. That like, stuff you don't see. You see yeah. the you know you see the chair, the sofa, the TV. Yeah, those little things actually cost up a lot of money. Yeah, I think they're more expensive than the stuff yeah. that's above the ground. <laughs> and was it because you were making a lot of money and then you started expending it, or like how did you? Yeah, so it was just like it was just uh, I I didn't expect to spend that much. I yeah. um, some of the stuff I didn't expect to put in the AC a whole new I thought I didn't have to and then I saw it I'm like oh yeah. well the electrical I was like oh well you need this I'm like wait what like, yeah. I didn't know much. I went blindfolded almost that kind of we just went for it and we learned a lot though yeah. I definitely know what I, I definitely know what I have to do next time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we open up because I know up, build, I, building up a business is very difficult I yeah. feel like yeah. ask for help or you try to mm-hmm. make things differently and mm-hmm. I know like so I'm pretty sure right now you probably like Spend less money on things that you actually don't need. Yeah. And oh then yeah. You try to invest it differently so you can, you know, advocate yourself for the business. Yeah. And just be more wisely, honestly, and just not, yeah, not, not buy stuff because it looks nice. Yeah. So like, so like, I know, like, I know many people, like people who do rappers, uh, people who are in the music business, mm-hmm. um, hairstylists, barbers, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I know many people have haters. Like negativity around. I know, like yeah. when you're popping up there, there's all those, like, those, <laughs> all those people that's talking bad about you. Yeah, I know that. And like, how did you, how did you specifically took that? Like, I know, I, I know, I know a lot of people have worse because it, maybe or media they comment bad comments or mm-hmm. maybe in person or you've heard from other people or oh, not good, mm-hmm. not that good of a barber or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, how did you take that? Did you like? Um, I uh, I I feel like at the beginning yeah. I I kind of would take it to heart because yeah. I was just slowly building up. I I um I wasn't as confident with my work, yeah. so any little negative tom- comment got to me, and I could just kind of like replaying it in my head, replaying it in my head. Now that I'm older and I'm more um secure yeah. and, and experienced about myself, I mean, yeah. people could say stuff. I still hear stuff every now and then from like <laughs> other you know people kids coming up, yeah. and I'm just like. I would Whatever. Heard. It's a it's a mindset thing. I yeah. mean, like I, I it's hard to like you know explain myself to someone that's very closed minded or just not yeah. in a different uh, in a different level. In that box. Yeah. So yeah. just like you know what, like, you're still starting off. Yeah. You know, it's it is what it is. Um, I I kind of just brush it off now. Like I don't yeah. care. Like I'm 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 happy and. Uh, so would you just take that negative comment? Just leave it. And just yeah, just leave it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just leave it. Before I was just like, man, piss my man. <laughs> so I'm like, what, what do you know? You know. I'd, Try to prove myself to them, but I don't need to. I have to just prove it to myself. Yeah. So what do you do? Like you just maybe listen to music or just take a line. I know, kind of, I know some mm. people actually do things to leave those negative comments or negative oh. um, situations that, that they've been through. I know they yeah. probably go for a run or you know. Yeah. Like, so right now I'm actually yeah. I've been working on I've been working on a lot of like um, self help. Um, yeah. I uh, been doing a lot of meditation. Oh, wow. A bike ride is honestly probably like the best thing I could do whenever I feel a little uh, stressed out. Yeah. Um, I know meditation and working out is actually a trend right now. People actually yeah. starting to do it. And then I feel like when I run, I feel so much better. Like, I don't yeah. know about you, but like after yeah. a good workout, uh, you feel much better about yourself yeah. and feel more energized. Just know? pumped and just like, yeah. so you can take on the world, especially yeah. when you're like sore. And then like a, a visualizing yeah. how your life. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, uh, to me, the bike ride, I feel like yeah. I feel free. Remember, I had said I, I wanted to be a yeah. pro mixer when yeah. I was younger. So, whenever I, I mean, sometimes I have a mountain bike now, but sometimes yeah. I kind of ride it like I'm riding a, oh, okay. a BMX bike, like, or I need to stop. Yeah. Um, but, or that, or get like a uh, like BMX everyone, bike. Because everyone has those little passion. Like, uh-huh. I know I'm into music, but mm-hmm. I still like it. I'm not doing it, but I still like it. I know yeah. you need for bike. 
Yeah. Also, I feel like everyone has a unique yeah. uh, interest in many things. Yeah, I mean, I love music too. Like, I wanted yeah. to be a DJ when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the things that kind of just helped me. Um, that and journaling too. I have a journal whenever I, I oh. write down my thoughts and yeah. how I feel in the morning. Because I'm pretty sh- I know other people also like what I do, what I, what I normally do, if I'm, give, if I'm in a negative situation or scenario, I get out of myself in that situation or people yeah. leave negative comments or people talk bad about me. Yeah. I go into hang out with people that actually care about me, like actually yeah. encourage me. Yeah. So instead of going in a negative situation, I put myself, I get out and I go in a positive situation. Yeah. I don't care if it's my mom, like my mom, <laughs> my friend, my sister. I try to like be in a situation where I can actually like advocate myself and actually like um, feel better about myself because yeah. I know people are always in negative Gonna be like, I feel like that prevents you from like reaching yeah. the goal. And, and it's that. one of the things I'm struggling with right now. I'm learning yeah. to like just dig deep into my thoughts yeah. and just figuring out what, what my troubles were, why yeah. I have a certain mindset, and just yeah. reprogramming my brain. Like yeah. I said, I'm, I just started doing like two months now. Yeah. I mean, I've been meditating for a year now. Yeah. But anywhere from like therapy to all different types yeah. of things to kind of just help me let go of that baggage. Yeah. You know, sometimes it could just be stuff from like when you were like five years old that you never seem to let go, and that kind of just stops you that fear that the it always yeah. something that triggers it, and then you could just go back deep into the inner child of yeah. you know when you were little, yeah. and, and then remember like, oh damn, this is why I'm scared of this, so this is why yeah. I feel like this about this way. Yeah. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. Um, once I you know get past all that and yeah. break out of that, um, I mean, one thing I want to do if I don't do it this year, I definitely want to do it next year. So I'm skydiving. Yeah, I'm 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 scared. I'm uh I've I've been scared of heights. I, I, oh, okay. I try not to like say it again over yeah. and over, but uh, it's something I want to just conquer. That's one of the things I want to conquer. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you conquer, you feel you feel great. Yeah, yourself. and I just know like I and I feel like right now I'm working at like 15% of my capacity yeah. of what I'm able to do. Mm-hmm. So I still have 85% that I need to like obtain and just take take yeah. a hold of and just yeah. grow. Cause I have, there's so many things we want to do, and I, once I break out of that and let go of this, I could be in a clearer mindset for sure because like I said even though I'm doing all this it's still a lot of, like everyone has problems one thing I've learned is that y- you think you have problems until yeah. you know other people's problems yeah. and you're like fuck then yeah. I'm not that bad then you yeah. know yeah I feel like people I, 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 when I wake up I feel grateful every day like yeah. really good. grateful every single good, day good man good I forget sometimes but that's yeah. one of my that's part of my rituals yeah. I just forget to like, be grateful yeah. which is the most important thing because what, what I normally do is just like I before I wake before I go to sleep mm-hmm. I do I list three things or five things that I have to conquer the next day. Or I do that because I want to reach a certain goal that I want to do. Yeah. So what I what I normally do is like tell people like you know be grateful like you said because mm-hmm. people do have problems like major major problems. Mm-hmm. I know some people probably, the mom probably had cancer, the father passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know people don't have enough food, they don't have enough financial ability to do other things. Yeah. And I try to wake up every single day to like wow I'm living. I have my family are healthy. I'm going to school. I'm I'm working. I'm coaching mm-hmm. for soccer. And like, I feel like before I wake up, well, when I wake up, I, I try to like, you know, take like a 10 minute, 15 minute, just think about what I'm what I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. and actually live my day to full, like the 100%. Because yeah. Like you said, there's many problems. You don't know what you're going through. You don't yeah. know what you're going yeah. through. Yeah. So you know, I just feel like it's a good thing to. Uh, Realize, realize about about that for yourself, and mm-hmm. so like spreading positive positive things and awareness. Yeah. And all that stuff. So. Yeah. 
good, man. Good. Yeah. You got your ritual, man. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I know do my to-do list at night and yeah. just conquer it the next day. Because yeah. I know there's a lot of negative things going on, too, but you got to get against. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. So, like, I know you have a family. Like, do, uh. do that. Hanging out with your family makes you feel better? Like, maybe... Oh, of course. More po- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... Like, like, more positive. Like, I know after a long day, you uh-huh. know, you've dealt with many stuff going overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And probably go to your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, my my kids definitely bring me a lot of joy, man. Like, yeah. I just I love spending time with them. I, I want to work less and spend more time with them. Yeah. Um, from like from the morning to the end of the day, you know, yeah. get them ready for school, put yeah. them in bed. I want to be throughout. I want to be there throughout the whole process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's, they definitely motivate me. Uh, yeah. But I definitely just try to enjoy and be present yeah. uh, when I'm with them. And that's one thing that I feel like a lot of parents struggle with. And I talk to my clients about it's just like learning to put the phone away, yeah. being present. E- even if you're out at dinner with someone or anything like that. I mean, I could, you could, you're interviewing me yeah. right now. Let's say I just pulled out my phone. I'm like, oh, I'm just checking <laughs> yeah. my phone yeah. real quick. It's, yeah. it's rude. So I think it's just mainly just what I'm learning now is also yeah. being present yeah. and definitely with them um, for sure. So like, I know, so when do you, when you have a kid, did that, like, was it very hard for you to even work even harder because I know you were going to have a kid. Like, I know you were going to have a kid. So did you, like, Mm-hmm. Don't you realize that, oh, like, I gotta work more harder than usual? Yeah, so I think, I think it definitely made me work a lot harder, for yeah. sure. Did that um, change you as a man? Yeah, I feel like it definitely, it pushed me to do things that yeah. never thought I would do. Yeah. Uh, he, def- he definitely, because Alonzo was born first, yeah. um, he definitely pushed me to do a lot of things I never thought I'd be able to do, for sure. Um, and then it was just balancing time. Now it's still, it is balancing time, yeah. like, you know. Making time for myself, you know, making time for work and making time for the family. And just balancing and just being present for every single one. I feel you got to realize your time management once you get older because I know oh, yeah. there's oh, yeah. a lot of things going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get curveballs thrown at you all the time and just yeah. learning to, like, stick with it, you know, yeah. sleep. You know, I sleep six hours yeah. and that's it. I mean, every now and then I'll, I'll catch up on sleep, but I'm good with yeah. six hours. Yeah. I have to sleep six hours to get everything else done, to go to the gym, to meditate, uh, you know. Yeah, spend time with my kids, yeah. be at the salon, um, do other stuff, do the classes. Um, yeah. So the time management is definitely important. Yeah. Uh, so do you make yourself a schedule? Or like, or what so you there's, I mean, there's days that I'm, I'm really good. But there's days that I'm really good with my ritual. Yeah. That I'll plan out my day the morning of. Yeah. But sometimes I can just go with it and figure it out. But I've learned that yeah. if I write it down, I have a way more productive day. Yeah. Or way more productive yeah, day, for sure, because I'm like, I know what I have to do, and I don't put the time in, but I kind of just yeah. schedule it from the beginning of the morning to the end of the day, what I, what I have to do. Yeah. Um, but definitely writing it down, it, it helps a lot. When I do write it down, I always miss one thing, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right, I had this to tomorrow's list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So right now, um, you're cutting people's hair, are you doing all that good stuff, mm-hmm. hairstylist? Are you also traveling to and from other barbers as well, or how do you, because I know right now, Ten years ago, but like cutting hair was very differently than right now. Mm-hmm. So, do you see a change? Like, do you try to like travel or go to other places to learn those differences? Or yeah. So, I mean, this time we go to the shows that are out of the state for yeah. sure. So we've done that. Yeah. Um, barbering itself, yeah, it's changed so much. Yeah. I like I said, now it's like you see a lot of barbers that are hairstylists yeah. that that do the blow drying, that you know, the uh, sectioning. Uh, all types of different techniques that a hairstylist would do, and now you yeah. uh, you apply it to the barbering skill, which is barbers are known for fading and clipper yeah. cuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every now and then we do have a hair show. We'll go out of state. I yeah. have a hair show coming up in uh, Verona, up uh, state, which is about three hours from here. Oh, wow. 
Um, it's called Trendzone, and I'm going to be doing there. I'm going to be doing uh, demos. So pretty much I'll be setting up with the KMS brand and doing some haircuts for like an hour on one day and then the other. So have you met like famous barbers along Oh, yeah. Travel? I mean, I, I started meeting them when I, when I, my first hair show. Oh, wow. I met a lot of barbers that were, you know, they're pretty they're famous because, I mean, they either their technique or their following or that, or they cut a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I, did, I mean, would you like? Did you get inspired by those barbers? Oh yeah, I definitely did. I thought yeah. I was like, man, I want to cut celebrities. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to cut celebrities. I kind of just want to travel more. Just, yeah. I'm still trying to figure myself out where, I, where yeah. I want to take my young my craft to the next winning. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what my next move is. Um, but definitely, I. Uh, I mean, if I get to cut some celebrities, great. Yeah. As long as I connect with them, it's not yeah. about. I won't, I won't post their picture or anything like yeah. that. It's not about that. Um. I, it's really about connecting with them, and if they just happen to be a celebrity, yeah, if they happen to be a celebrity, great. If not, yeah. whatever. I'm cool with cutting local celebrities, but people, you know, <laughs> yeah. people that live here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. is that like that? That thing you want to do? Cut, have you ever cut a celebrity yet? Or that no, I haven't cut a celebrity yet. No. Thing, is that one of your goals you want? Yeah, uh, I have two celebrities that I want to cut, and uh, yeah. and no preference on the order, but uh, yeah. uh, Tony Robbins, oh. um, Jimmy Fallon. Tony Robbins. Yeah, and then uh, Ronnie Feig from okay. Kip. Um, Tony Robbins because he's uh, I feel like he was the one that really inspired me. Very, to like do the, the morning ritual, yeah. morning morning ritual, and like yeah. invest and in putting money aside for the future. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Fallon, I just think he's fucking hilarious. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. he's so funny. And then um, Ronnie Feig because he's just I've seen him start off from like designing his first shoes to yeah. having his own clothing brand, mm-hmm. and I think he's a uh, awesome designer that's another thing I wanted to do mm-hmm. too was uh, be a clothing designer um, about uh-huh. I think about four or five years ago I came out with hoodies oh really and I, yeah, I had my logo and everything people were buying them and I was just yeah. having fun and like holy shit people were really was it like Alex the Great yeah it was Alex the Great so it was, uh, it was uh, AV and it had uh, three star, uh, 13 yeah. stars around it yeah. for the 13 colonies he's um, from when this country first got established and then it had like an Aztec print to represent my Mexican culture yeah. I feel like, are you still doing it, or? Um, I'm gonna bring them back. Uh, I feel like you should. Yeah, you I'm gonna that little brand logo. Yeah, I'm gonna bring them back. I'm just yeah. waiting. My designer taking longer than usual to yeah. be in my final logo, but I'm hoping to bring them before December for sure. Yeah, I feel like you should. Yeah. Um. So, are you, do you realize anything different that barbers are doing right now that they're making constantly mistakes after mistakes, or do you realize that they're doing something that they're not supposed to? Like for barbers? like barbers that are just up and coming. Yeah. Um, I come across it all the time when I get the yeah. DMs. Um, I have barbers. I have kids that want to be barbers, yeah. but they aren't promoting themselves. They aren't posting pictures. Mm-hmm. One thing I always hear is like, oh, I, I don't want to post a picture because it's not perfect yet. I don't know. I didn't take a good picture. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you have to post because mm-hmm. if you don't post, you're not going to know yeah. what to reference to back if yeah. you're getting better. Yeah. So the only way to see if you're getting better if you're constantly posting and then yeah. go back and check. That's it. Yeah. That's one thing I would always do. I would just post, 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 and now I'm I'm a little more technical, more picky on what, what pictures I post. Yeah. Um, I feel like you always want content away from being viral. Yeah, know? yeah, so you yeah. Always yeah. Have to put yeah. Content if you're not putting it, hey, if you're not putting anything you're, out there, you're not gonna get anything. If you're putting stuff out there, yeah. it's better. You're better off um, yeah. than uh, you know getting going viral. It's going viral or just yeah. getting the next client. Yeah. Um, so I think that's like the, the, the as far as social media, yeah. the most common mistake. Yeah. Um, that and just like I feel like a lot of barbers too in the area that are up and coming uh, um, whether they go to my classes or not there's always classes yeah. so if they're not attending these classes like that so there weren't classes like these when I was up and coming you know there weren't as many hair shows there wasn't yeah. as much YouTube content 
So I feel like if they're not taking advantage of what's out there and going yeah. to class and investing in themselves, then yeah. it's they're only you know they're yeah. a class away from growing even more. So I feel like okay. that's the, the most common mistake I feel like from barbers that are just coming up. So basically promoting yourself and actually taking courses. Yeah, cool. Taking courses yeah. and just really just putting yourself out there, like I said, whether yeah. it's social media or yeah. making the business card, you know, either one. Yeah. So you're putting yourself out there, you know. Yeah. Or maybe telling one of your friends, hey, you know, if one of your friends need a haircut, you know. Yeah. 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 And um, so you said promote yourself, um, take courses. So how do you like practice that and become a better barber after a while, many you know, after months or years? How do you become a better barber? Mm-hmm. You know, after working, so like, what do you? So as do? far as the technical aspect, I would feel like um, becoming a better barber yeah. is just cutting people. That's it. Not How being you afraid. Like you from that? You just take risks. Yeah, just take like offer free haircuts, take risks. Yeah. Um, you know, get people on your chair one way or another. Just get people on your chair. Um, you're gonna make mistakes along the way, but you're gonna still pass that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I made mistakes cutting my own hair. There's a few bad haircuts. We all have bad haircuts. We all have bad days. Yeah. Um, but I feel like just taking action, which is I feel with anything. If you're not if you're not cutting people, you're not gonna get better. Yeah. If you're not going to classes, you're not gonna get better. Plain and simple. That's it. And also, should people also go on YouTube and learn how to do that too? Is that oh yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a bunch of I mean, there's a bunch of YouTube content on YouTube now. I mean, there's a lot of barbers that went viral off of YouTube, and now they're you know big on Instagram. Or do you mean like also for like videos as well? Yeah, they could. Yeah, that's one yeah. thing I always wanted to get into. I never got yeah. into it, but it's just like we yeah, have just posting content mm-hmm. out there. I mean, there's so, so many different sources. I mean, yeah. you have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have. Yeah. Uh, YouTube, you have Twitter, I mean, all these sources, all these kind platforms. of use them and max them yeah. out. Yeah, all these platforms, use them and max them out. Yeah. So, let's say, you know, there's some young guy, um, let's say he wanted to cut somebody big, like, he's, I guess, I guess, I guess that bar was in the, like, in the top, mm-hmm. but he still hasn't cut a celebrity. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, what should that person do? Should he um, reach out to them or still work hard until you network with other people until you actually cut a celebrity head? So for a barber that wants to cut a celebrity? Yeah. Um, I would say, honestly, it's um, putting yourself out, like, doesn't hurt yeah. to DM. You could DM yeah. any like, celebrity nowadays, yeah. you know. I feel like, um, I mean, that's how I got to you. I yeah, you DM'd yeah. me, and I was like, yeah, fuck, yeah, I'm down, yeah, let's <laughs> do this. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, you would, if you would have never DM me, yeah. you know, it would have never, you it know. It would have never happened. Yeah, it would have never happened. Yeah. That or, like, let's say I chose not to reply, not to look at it, yeah. you know. But you would, at least you took that risk. Yeah. Um, same thing with that celebrity. But I, th- I, th- I think at the end of it, it's just the the barber itself, the person itself has to realize what they really want. Yeah. There's people out there that really just want to cut celebrities, which is perfectly fine. Uh, but you just have to go out there and, and network with other barbers and try yeah. to, like, you know, meet the right person that could, a mentor that could really just help yeah. you and guide you in the haylessness, which you have to do. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't have a mentor. Uh, so I still don't no, have a mentor. Still. My only mentor, and not all by myself, yeah. I think my only mentor is Claudia. That's it. She's been guiding me since, like, I said, I would yeah. open up the studio, gone yeah. to hair shows, if it wasn't because of her. But I think a mentor helps for sure. And I think yeah. I'm going to start looking for one soon to kind of just help me elevate what, what I do next. Yeah, I feel like you said it. I feel like mm-hmm. having mentors actually guide you and be like, wow. Like, yeah. And also having a mentor actually like, pushes you mm-hmm. to be better. And you didn't realize, oh, well, I can actually, like, yeah, I mean, we all be have better. so much potential, but I guess yeah. that is just that self doubt, man. Yeah. I feel like we just got to see that potential. That yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, um, so I'm asking you a few questions. Yeah. To finish this up. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Would you fight a gorilla mm-hmm. or would you fight a bear? Gorilla or a bear? Hmm. Bear hands. You had to fight them bear hands. <laughs> bear hands. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, 
It's hard, right? It's hard. Think about it. yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, um, yeah, could, uh, yeah. Cause I think I think a bear. A bear? I, I think a bear, because I think a gorilla might be quicker to grab me. Yeah. You know, a bear, I feel like I could maneuver. I mean, I know bears are fast, too, yeah. but I think it takes a, a while to, like, um, pick up rhythm. Yeah. So, yeah, I could, like, slowly just punch him out. Not bad. <laughs> little by little. I, I, um, I'll take the bear, too, because yeah. gorillas are bear, they can actually pick you up. And yeah, gorillas, they yeah, can crush you, and they could grab yeah. you. You know, bears, they just have, I mean, they slam on top of you, you're done. Yeah, yeah. But you could easily move around a tree yeah. or something like that. A gorilla, yeah. man, they, they could yeah. easily just pick up speed and grab you, and once they grab you, you're done. You're done, yeah. Yeah. Uh, pancakes? Oh, wow. Ooh, pancakes. I've always pancakes? been about pancakes. So I, my favorite pancakes. I think is. you're the first pancake guy <laughs> in my episode. I think yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, first yeah. for everything, right? I, yeah. I, I love pancakes. I love yeah. pancakes. Oh, pancakes. Uh, I think I, I've pancakes. always been pancakes. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. pancakes. Yeah, I've been, lately, I've been doing these blueberry pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> so, would you... Okay. Would you rather stop going... Would you rather stop shopping? Like, any clothes you can buy, no jewelry, nothing. Mm-hmm. For six months. Mm-hmm. Or do not use any emoji for six months. Oh, I, I I could go without using emojis. emojis <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. well, because a lot of people out there they use a lot of emojis, no. text messages. Or, no, I could do without it. Yeah, That's so fine. Yeah. Six months without yeah, emojis. I could do it. I could do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So you want to go shopping? Like, yeah, shopping. I mean, I, I like buying clothes, even if they're not for me, for my kids. I just, yeah. I love, I mean, I just, yeah. I love fashion. So yeah. If you had to have one superpower, what would it be? Ah, <sighs> I think I think it's always just been to fly. I fly. always want the hardest to fly. Fly yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I just want to pick up and fly and just kind of just yeah. observe everything. That's like because I'm par- yeah. afraid of heights. I think, yeah, I've always wanted to fly. Not bad. Yeah. So I'll have vision. Yeah. Also, you want to give an, an advice or an, encourage any barbers out mm-hmm. there that want to actually open up the place or, mm-hmm. or just getting started with, you know. With barbering barber, itself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say definitely um, let's find a barber that you uh, look up to. Um pay your homage, you know, show respect, and uh, ask for help, and then just remember that, uh, to pass that along, whenever you get to a certain level, you definitely know someone's going to eventually come to you and ask you for help, make sure you help them. I feel like the only way to grow, honestly, is to help others, and I feel like that's what I've been doing now, helping a lot of people, whether providing education or people just DMing me and asking me for um, for advice. Um, another thing is just like, don't hold back, cut, cut, don't stop cutting, take pictures, post them, um, you, you, you're only going to get better as, only if you uh, take action and cut a lot of people and post it and then you'll see your growth for sure. sure yeah. uh, thank you, man. It's been a pleasure. Uh, yeah, thank you, man. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, yeah. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, the like button, share this. Hit that shit. <laughs> All right, thank you, man. All right, bro. Thank you. No problem. Bye, guys.